You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, Tamara, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on today. How are you doing? Thank you so much, Lindsay. I am doing just wonderful. Thanks so much for having me on. I certainly appreciate it. Yeah. So why don't you tell me, well, first of all, I want to tell the audience a little bit about you. Tamara is an amazing build and monetize masters member. She works with with some of the, she does some of the most important work than anyone I work with in my, in any of my programs. She works with children and helping support them through trauma. Like you cannot have more important work than this. And it, it exudes in everything she does. And it is, she's extremely passionate about it. And I just respect her. And I think she's just awesome. And so today we're going to talk just a little bit more about what Tamara does, why it's important and why everyone really needs to care about it. Is that fair to say, Tamara? It is, uh, Lindsay. Great. So why don't we start at the beginning? Tamara, what do you do? So basically what I do is I support uh, teachers and administrators, um, parents, even uh, child care workers in finding strategies and techniques to work with children in trauma. So So we know that about uh, 50% of the children that we serve in the United States of America experience trauma before the age of 18. So we know that there are a lot of children out there, whether they're in schools, whether they're in daycares, uh, wherever they are that have experienced trauma. And so it's very important that we support the people who are with them all the time to help them uh, through these traumatic events and also to help them to get to that healing and recovery. So I support the people who support them. Wow. Okay. So can you tell me what that percentage was again? Uh, About 50%. Wow. That is so, that is just a lot. Um, Can you define this trauma? What does trauma mean? Like, what is it? Yeah. What does it mean? Is it, I mean, I yelled at my son yesterday. Is he in trauma? Do you know what I mean? I don't mean to belittle it, but I'm just saying, where's the line? No, you didn't. uh, You probably didn't traumatize him. So trauma is a series of events that happens to children uh, over time. And it could be just something uh, very traumatic. So there are about 13 things that we look at um, when we're looking at trauma. So it can, and this all came from a study done by Kaiser Permanente and um, CDC uh, many years ago. And so the areas are, so a child can be uh, a victim of trauma. They could actually experience this themselves. They could actually be a bystander, somebody that's actually watching it. Um, They could actually be from a family of uh, divorce, uh, a military family uh, where perhaps they had someone um, to die or uh, Mm -hmm. sometimes trauma is caused by when the military, one of the parents uh, deploys. Um, They could have trauma because they've experienced uh, child abuse, uh, child neglect, verbal abuse, verbal neglect. Um, And they could also have been a victim of violence. Maybe uh, they could have also been a victim of bullying in school can also uh, cause trauma. So there are many factors of trauma. Um, Violence in their community can also be a uh, factor in 
them experiencing um, trauma. So there are different factors depending on uh, how old they are, where they are, um, and they will may experience trauma. Now, let me say this also, Lindsay, is that every time, just because a child may experience one traumatic event doesn't mean that they're traumatized for the rest of their life, that there is healing in that. But for some children, it does take a long time to heal because the trauma can be so uh, adverse and just so large, um, depending on what it is. So if you were um, a child that uh, went home every night and you were beaten or you were uh, emotionally uh, abused, um, those effects of trauma are really long lasting. And so it takes a lot more healing um, for those children. How much does it factor in, Tamara, that like when children experience trauma versus how a fully developed adult experiences trauma? Is it is it just so much more for them because they're in their formidable years and like they're so squishy? You know what I mean? Like, can you expound on that a little bit? Uh, sure. Um, I think children are resilient, but the resilience isn't always shown um, when a child has experienced trauma. So they may be resilient later. So when we talk about children and trauma and then compare it to adults, so if a child experiences a traumatic event, it really depends on how uh, the supports and the services that they receive and how they help them through the trauma. As an adult experiencing trauma, you know, it all depends on what the trauma is and what the situation is. Um, sometimes adults, adults will handle it very differently because an adult will say, I'm feeling really stressed. I really uh, am overwhelmed by this event. Whereas a child may say it differently. And that child may say it by their actions, by their behavior, uh, by them withdrawing. And the three ways that children handle trauma is fight. So they're actually, you see some aggressive behavior. Flight, meaning they're running away. They're uh, just getting away from the situation. Or freeze. Freeze meaning that they are just, uh, they just stand still. They're just not uh, actually engaging. They may not be uh, building relationships. So those are the three that ways that children normally handle um, trauma. So very differently than adults. Adults can go into, um, you know, drinking and some other really uh, not so good behaviors um, that can happen from their trauma. So they handle it very differently. That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, so when you're helping when you're helping these supporters of children in trauma, you have a unique system that you use to help support them. Can you tell us a little bit about that? I certainly will. Um, I have what's called, I've developed a seven-step system of support. And I did this uh, because of the things that I was seeing as we were supporting um, adults in schools that were supporting kids in trauma. So I came up with this system based on the professional development that I've had and through my experiences with children in trauma. Um, I also was able to listen to teachers and administrators over the years and their challenges in working with uh, children with trauma. So my first step is self-awareness. Being aware of how your current emotional state may affect how you interact with children with trauma. 
Uh, the second thing is that unconditional love. So we have to show the children that we have that unconditional love for them. Um, and they know this by our behavior when we're interacting with them. That sounds hard, Tamara. It is hard, but it is doable. I guarantee you it can be done. I love The it. next thing is patience. We have to have patience when they're displaying maladaptive behavior. And sometimes um, children are misdiagnosed. So we may think it's ADHD or some other things when really that child just has experienced um, some trauma. And it can, of course, always be a combination. So I ask caregivers, I ask teachers, I ask administrators not to take it personal, but be willing to work with those children through their experiences. Perseverance is the next step. And then bonding with that traumatized child takes time. Uh, continuing to love them and cherish the healing moments. So never give up on that child. And I'm going to say this is so important now more than ever as we are struggling and working and stressing through this current pandemic that we're all in. Um, also, we ask that uh, teachers, parents, caregivers, you organize their environment so that it's thoughtful and it's home-like so that children feel like that environment is emotionally safe for them. And we ask them to then reach, be willing to reach out to the children and their families experiencing um, trauma. And we ask them to be, know as much as possible about them so that they can stand to be an advocate for the children. And the last thing I ask you to do in this uh, seven-step support system is to learn some techniques. Take the time to learn effective techniques that meets the needs of the individual child. A child can experience the same traumatic event and handle it very differently and have different effects uh, from it. So techniques are not one size fit all. There are many interventions, there are many techniques and strategies that can be utilized to treat the traumatized child. So that's the unique foundational system that I work through um, to su help support the people that support children in trauma. Wow, that is so awesome. I love it so much. So that all sounds that all sounds like we're putting a lot of pressure and a lot of, you know, like that that leaves teachers and these caregivers of these traumatized children with a lot of with a lot of um like things to do and a lot of emotional emotional back like that baggage is a horrible word, but like weight. So can you talk a little bit about that? Like um, why do we need to support those people? Well, we need to support them because, as you said, that's a, that's a lot. And they have to be, first of all, self-aware of, of how they're doing emotionally. Because some of our teachers and administrators and caregivers have also been through trauma in their lifetime or may have had a traumatic uh, experience. So we have to make sure that they're healthy. We also have to uh, ensure that they practice self-care because we know that we cannot help others if we're not healthy ourselves. So that's why them having the support is so important. We can't expect them to do something when they're not well. It's just like you're going to the doctor and you just broke your foot. The doctor doesn't expect you to jump over a fence because your foot is broken. So these children are, are may have 
be broken or have these relationships that make them broken. So we have to make sure that we're not asking them to do anything, but we're not also asking the teacher who is there to support them emotionally. And it does take a lot uh, for the teacher to do that. But I know having been a teacher that worked with children um, with emotional problems that have worked with children with all kinds of issues that it is possible. And so I always want to make sure that we support those teachers, administrators, parents, caregivers, because they need it too, as they help work through the healing process with the child. Wow. I love it. So one of the ways I'm assuming that the, um, the evidence of a traumatized child kind of shows itself and something we can actually like put our hand, our fingers on is that they, that they have, there's a, there's a high school dropout kind of situation going on there. Is that right? There is. And so can you talk a little bit about that? I sure will. So as you know, Lindsay, um, I'm a trauma, uh, a uh, dropout prevention specialist also. So I was trained and and went through a great deal of training um, and had to put together a program uh, for our district. So research shows that Exposure to traumatic, traumatic events can lead to psychological symptoms. And so that, of course, creates a lack of engagement. So while many children adapt and overcome this trauma, they will also develop some other symptoms. And we talked about just a moment ago, uh, some behaviors that we may see. Uh, they may be emotionally upset. They may suffer from depression or anxiety. Um, You may see them not wanting to go to school, so they'll have poor attendance. Um, They have difficulties at times maintaining relationships, difficulty eating and sleeping, aches and pains. I talked about withdrawal. They may just withdraw from uh, events or just withdraw from relationships. And sometimes when we're looking at older children, we'll see substance abuse, dangerous behavior. So we might see cutting and some other things, um, you know, unhealthy sexual activity uh, among older children. So all of this is connected then, um, these problems with trauma and school dropout. So these symptoms of stress are closely identified to the dropout risk factors. And more specifically, children, are more likely to drop out of school, of course, when they disengage from school, um, when they have low academic achievement, and when they have emotional disturbances. So those emotional things that um, we see sometimes in their behaviors, they don't come to school, um, they're getting into trouble. Um, All of these things uh, can also cause or be a factor in a child uh, dropping out of school. So it's a very high relationship because we see some of the very same things um, with children with trauma. Wow. So that's really the, re- the relationships. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. So the next place I kind of want to dive into is uh, community violence. Can you kind of talk a little bit about what is that and how does that impact yeah, like what classifies as community violence and how does that impact these, these children that we need to help and support? Yes. So um, we know that some of our children um, 
live in situations or live in communities that are not always self uh, safe, healthy. So community violence is basically just an umbrella term um, that encompasses experiences uh, or witnessing um, firearm violence as well as exposure to drugs. So in addition, um, more immediate impacts of gun violence um, on the victims and their families and their friends um, is what we're looking at when we talk about community violence. So not only are they living, they may not, it may not be happening right in their house, but it's happening around them. Yeah, it's they're aware of it, yeah. In, right, it's happening in their community and they're either witnessing it or they're hearing about it or they're having loss because of it. Maybe they lost their cousin or somebody due to uh, gun violence, or even, you know, I'm gonna even say even gang activity. So, um, but it's really a lot of, you know, people killing each other, uh, them, you know, uh, having to go to the funeral, having to experience, experience that. Maybe it's somebody that's older than them in their community, but they know them because, they're a family friend or, you know, there's some relationship there. So that's what we talk about, um, that impact of community violence for children and trauma. Wow. So what, what do, what can regular, not regular, what can people who are not intimately involved with children experiencing trauma, what can we do to help this, this situation and help these kids in need? Do you know? Yeah, I think some of the things that we have to do um, to help children in trauma is one is uh, build relationships. If we know children um, that you may think are experiencing trauma is building a relationship with them and making sure that they know that they have a safe space. Um, you'll find in some communities, that's why there are community centers because children have a safe space to go to. And that's been the real um, horrible thing that's happened since um, COVID-19 is because some of those safe spaces for children just haven't been available because yeah. of, you know, us being quarantined and social distancing. So school um, has always been a safe space for most children. And I, I say most because kids who are victim of bullying, um, of mm. course, are probably happy that school isn't in session or um, they're not in the physical building because then they have a different type of stress and trauma. But most children um, find uh, school to be a safe haven or a safe place or their community centers or their churches um, or their uh, therapy sessions or all of those things. And sometimes um, because of the situation that they're in, these things have not been available to them um, right now. So the biggest way we can support them again is finding that, uh, having rela uh, positive relationships with them and uh, supporting them and letting them know, you know, things are going to be all right. Now, don't, I don't say that to say just out of the clear blue sky, you know, they just got beaten by somebody. Oh, mm -hmm. things are going to be all right. Mm -hmm. But helping them work through that. And that's through relationship building. And relationship building is probably one of the most important things that we can do to help children advocating for them 
if you see them being uh, abused or whatever, calling the hotlines or calling um, the police or whoever, stepping in trying to help them. And sometimes in those situations, it's not even safe for you to step in, but we can call 911 and help, um, help the children. And so again, you know, if you can be a mentor, uh, if you can take a little time out to spend time with the, with the children, that's also um, very helpful. If you can be a volunteer in the school um, and mentoring doesn't, it's not a daily commitment, but certainly it is a commitment, but also it is uh, very helpful. Being a big brother or big sister through the uh, boys and girls clubs, all of these programs help. And if we could just get involved in some of those programs to help children um, to be there, I think that is so important. And, you know, we, we see a lot of them, um, a lot of the kids that I've mentored over the years have been from the schools where I've taught uh, or through uh, your church. And so that's also another avenue. Wow. And you're so passionate. I mean, I just, I, I feel like I just need, we, like, if everyone just kind of pitched in, we could help these, these children that need our help, you know? And you Absolutely. really, yeah, you are so inspiring that way, Tamara. So inspiring. Thank you. So before we jet, you have a very, very cool thing that you've been holding on to for, it has to do with COVID-19 and children. It's your big book. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Yes, I can. So I am uh, finishing up a children's book. It's called Cassie's Big Change, How COVID-19 Changed the Way We Learn. And it's a great story about a young lady who uh, is dealing with some of the things and the changes um, during COVID-19 and being away from her friends, uh, feeling stress. Um, but also she has a great teacher and a great mother that is providing some hope for her. So I'm just, uh, hopefully in the next 30 days, we'll see that book come out. I don't know. Um, but I wrote that book because I felt like children, even right now who are experiencing trust, stress and anxiety, really needed to know that there's hope and that things will get better and things can get better and that there are people in their lives already. You're sometimes, you know, your parents or your teachers um, that can um, be that strength for you and that can be that support that can help you, uh, you know, feel less stressed and feel safe and secure. I love it. I love it. And just so everyone knows, okay, I've read the initial, like the first few drafts of this book and it's freaking awesome. And so before I let Tamara go, I'm going to turn the time back over to her. She's going to let us know like how to keep up with her, how to get on her email list, how to do all these things. And so keep in touch with Tamara so that when she releases this extremely awesome and inspirational and, and just thoughtful book for the time that we're in this COVID-19 unprecedented situation and how our kids are dealing with it. You've got to follow her so that when that book is released, you can be part of it and you can pick up your copy. So all of that being said, girl, I'm going to turn the time back over to you. Please tell us how to find you and anything else you want the audience to know. Okay. Well, I talked about the, uh, the seven step system of support. And so I have a free offer. And so I like for, uh, you to be able to access that. And once you access that, uh, of course, you'll get on my email list and then I'll give you reminders every week. I do a 
weekly broadcast on Facebook Live, and it's under Support for Children in Trauma. It's a private group you asked uh, to join, and every week I do a informational session and something about children in trauma. Um, and so you go on Facebook, look for Support for Children in Trauma. The seven step su system of support, you can access that by <clears throat> all lower caps, educationforallnow.org backslash trauma. And you can download that and you will um, have that. If you can follow me on um, Instagram at education for all now, you can follow me on Twitter at Tamara Foley 14. Um, and so you can also follow me. Um, my website is educationforallnow.org. And that four is the number four. So education number four, allnow.org. And I would love to have you. You can uh, email me, message, messenger me. You can email me at educate, educate me, all lowercase, E-D-U-C-A-T-E-M-E -E at educationforallnow.org. Would you, love to hear from you and work with you. Yeah, and if you guys swing out to the, the show notes page, I'll make sure all of Tamara's uh, information is there so she can easily be contacted. I highly recommend if, if this is of any interest to you and you want to, like maybe you already work with children in trauma or you want to get involved as Tamara has, has inspired us all today, I highly recommend you reach out to her. She is extremely amazing and kind and knowledgeable and all these things. So I can't say enough good things about her or, or what she's doing in this world. So Tamara, thank you so much for being a guest on this podcast. I really appreciate it. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for having me. I certainly appreciate it. And I appreciate um, that you saw a need for people to know about children and trauma because this is my passion. This is my work. This is my lifelong work. And we have to be out there uh, working on behalf of the children, you know, who may not have anybody else. So everyone needs to pull their sleeves up. We all need to roll our sleeves up and pitch in on this. You know what I mean? Yes, we do. And we can all do it. It's yeah. all accessible to us in our neighborhoods. I love it. Well, thank you, Tamara. And, uh, I appreciate you being a guest on the show. Thanks again, Lindsay.